1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. It's the show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. Hey, look, on today's show, it's all about healthier you. So we'll welcome Shayna Hanson, Project Lead for the C3 Wellness Center, and John Noble, Director of the mississippi blues marathon plus michelle and i will chat about current events you know the things that are going on around us throughout the state and our water cooler conversations and you can be part of the show too we'd love to hear from you you can give us a call at one mpb ring that's one 672 7464 or hey look you can email me at marshall at mpbonline.org this is now you're talking on mpb think radio and we'll be right back after the news Supporting individual dignity and sustainable communities through investments in transformative leaders and ideas. Learn more at KENDEDAFund.org and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall
0: Ramsey on MPB
1: Think Radio. We go. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Well, Happy New Year. We've said that before, but you know, it's still January and that counts. And you know what? Our topic today is a new year and a new you. Now, I got to tell you, this time last year, exactly 365 days ago, I stepped on the scale and it broke. Okay. Well, I mean, I had lost a lot of weight and I've talked about this journey for many years uh, About 10 years ago Or 2010 actually It was 8 years ago I gained 50 pounds And I lost it Thanks to Paula Cost Who will get on the show Eventually Yes he was Eventually to the today, but Yes, yes. Be in the but, you know, These things happen It, ha- it does Well I, I lost the 50 pounds And then I was doing great And then last year Was a really rough year You know I lost a couple parents And just really busy And really <sighs> yeah. sad And of course I self-medicated with food And I stepped on the scale was 228 pounds mm-hmm. And I gained a lot of weight pack So I said, okay, here's my deal. This is my goal. I'm going to go 365 days of exercising 30 minutes or more per day. Okay. That's not that hard. I mean, you've got 24 hours in a day. I mean, what's 30 minutes, Uh right? Today is that anniversary.
0: Happy anniversary. Well, thank you. And let me tell
1: you what happened. Instead of 228 pounds, I now weigh 194
0: pounds. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah, I mean, I'm terrible
1: at math, but that's over 30 pounds.
0: <laughs> that is, that so is. So it's over
1: 30 pounds. I have a lot less face. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had a lot of face. <laughs> I have a lot less face. Now, if you go on my social media accounts, you can see the comparison between the two pictures. And so that's why I thought we would kind of theme today's show a little bit around that because, really, honestly, one of the things I've discovered with my Facebook posts and my Twitter posts, is that, you know what, there's a lot of us out there that have to do the battle with the pounds. Right. And, 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 and really, it's even more than just weight. We just mm-hmm. want you to be healthy. right? Because one of the things I discovered with my parents that toward the end of their life is that, you know, my mom had smoked, so she had COPD. Uh, my dad was in good shape, but he ended up with Alzheimer's, and that was difficult. But, it, you know, I want to go. I mean, I'm 50. I turned 50 this year. And my goal is is to go right along right along wrong along one day just drop uh-huh. okay i don't want to go downhill slowly right i want to go i want to have i want to be that guy in the nursing home that's going to go out and play tennis right <laughs> and i'm terrible at tennis but i want to be that guy and so well, that's why we were kind of working on this show today and i think we're going to have a great one and we've got shana hansen she's sitting here right next to me she's the project lead for the c3 wellness center and she's going to tell us all about that and then also and i don't know if you remember last year the Mississippi blues marathon got caught up in the middle of Isapalooza in central Mississippi. And anybody knows anything about running? It's hard to run on ice. Okay. It's hard to do a lot of things on ice, but it was particularly hard to run on ice. Guess what? It got canceled. And not only did it get canceled, they lost their main sponsor and it just, it didn't look like there was going to be another race this year. Well, guess what? Like a Phoenix rising from the ashes, or in this case from the ice, uh, it is going to be next Saturday. And guess what? I'll be running it, too. I'm excited about that. Uh, it's not going to be pretty, and so don't be expecting any world-class times on that, too. So John Noble, who's the director of the Mississippi Blues Marathon, will be here to talk about the race. It's a great way to hit the pavement running, but we'll talk about a little bit about what it's like to run a race, too. Because, I mean, not run, as in to run, as in to actually be the manager of a race. It's what, a lot. It's a lot. I did a 10K, I mean a 5K for 10 years. I'll get my, my number straight <laughs> there. called Run from the Sun, mm-hmm. which was a 5K, which we did it for melanoma screening and melanoma awareness because I'm I'm a melanoma survivor and a friend of mine, Keith Warren and his family and I, we'd all work on it every year when you got everybody out on the course you are absolutely having a heart attack <laughs> until that last person comes in because you don't want anybody to get hurt. You know, you worry. Right. And then when you see the police motorcycles with that last runner coming in, you're mm-hmm. like, it's ah, over. I did it goodness. once yeah. again.
0: Exactly. It's like, oh, uh,
1: nobody got killed.
0: Right. And then with the Blues Marathon, it's it's different. Um, John is on his way. He just got off the phone with me. We're going to talk about what the difference is. Of this race is. It's not the same. It's not another marathon. It's totally different, and it's fun along the way. Well, Even if you don't run, right. it's fun. you know? And, and so. I can
1: tell you this, and, and I have emceed it before mm-hmm, I emceed mm-hmm. the runners coming across. I did that one of its first years. I've run it. That's The difference on this, and I've run a lot of races. I've run like 18 half marathons and one marathon. I'm going to run another marathon this year. Uh, this one's different because it has Mississippi hospitality into the right. mix. The volunteers on this race, year in and year out, have made it special. Now, it's a very hilly course. Anybody who knows anything about running knows that hills cannot be your friend, <laughs> and they're not your friend. But it, it honestly is just special because you have the music, right. you, have the, you have the people along the course mm-hmm. that support it and the people in Jackson and Mississippi love this race. And right.
0: So it's going to be fun talking to them. Mississippi, Mississippi culture is in the race, and you can see that the whole way Yeah, through. okay,
1: what's the irony of that? You know, Because we're <laughs> like, what, 50th and everything when it comes to healthy stuff, and we have this really awesome marathon.
0: Well, that's why we, we were having this show today, to dispel right. the myths. I mean, we all have our challenges and our um, things to do, but we, we're getting, and Paul is doing that as well, and with Shana and the project she's going to talk about, and these small little things, getting Mississippi back on track with our health. You know, and I, I need to, I'm going to take part in our C3 Wellness Center. I'm so glad it's here. I can't wait for uh, Shana to come in and tell you guys about it. So if you work. So, what's your goal? Um, what's your goal? Seriously. Look at, he's going to put me on the spot. I mean, Shana, look you at don't, that. Shana, you, put- <laughs> you don't have to throw numbers out there okay. because I know that's- Well, we talked about, actually, we um, Shana and I talked about what we had last week, but uh, we did some, um, she'll tell you what we did. We did yeah. some fat things and some scale things, things like eating like well no what? no no we did um That's okay thing. i'm gonna put your mic on what did we do shana Shayna?
2: we had bmi testing yes we had body oh, fat yeah. testing we had um a sign up for a lot of challenges that she's talking about that she probably signed up for
0: so. yeah so that that is so you're gonna run a marathon with me in may exactly uh no. that was one of the, the one of the it was a couch run to 5k yeah it yeah, is couch is. to and 5k right there is awesome and um we were talking about. I don't want to get on the scale and say I want to lose this, 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 because if you look at pounds, sometimes it'll make you crazy. Well, when you
1: put on muscle, it's denser than fat, so <laughs> well. therefore, you, no. I mean, I mean, I seriously, my muscles. BMI mm-hmm. right now says I'm overweight. All right, but I'm like, you know, my pants are not falling off at the right. moment. I don't want to give anybody that terrible image and make them run off the road and hit a tree. <laughs> but the thing is, because I'm more muscular than mm-hmm. I am fat at mm-hmm. this point, I mean, I'm my body fat percentage is way down. All right. Which is important for me because of my cancer. Right. But, you know, that's where the difference is on that. And so if you can convert some of the fat into muscle, which you don't have a lot of fat, Uh, we'll just
0: go ahead and tell the (laughs) folks. Well, you know what? My daughter says I'm very soft and fluffy. And I say, thank well, you. Well, kids are never known for making you feel good. She, no, that makes me feel good because the other word is fat. But she calls it fluffy. So, fluffy and soft. And I say, thank you. I am Your mom is very soft and fluffy. But, you know, when you look at me, Shane and I talked about this last week, it's funny how my weight is distributed on my body because I, my stomach is not just bulging out. And it's nice, you know, where it is, but I need to condense it all, just well, so he so here's the thing,
1: and, and like I said, I turned 50, mm-hmm. and I have a 10-year-old, and I want that 10-year-old to know his dad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I mean, I'm at this wonderful age now that, oh, by the way, I'm running my, ha- my marathon in May with oh. my cardiologist, because oh. he actually challenged me to run it. Look so, I mean, that. that's pretty cool, because we'll go out and run, he'll say, well, you're, you passed your stress test, <laughs> you know, $50, please. But, right. um, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, is I'm not doing this because I really particularly enjoy it, per se. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it because I enjoy the benefits right. of it. And, you know, I mean, that's that's, because people are like, well, there you go, talking about exercise again. No, I'm talking about how my life is better because of exercise. And it doesn't take running a marathon to get better. It takes... Go to go for a small walk.
0: little. Yeah. I like your idea. Like you said, 30 minutes a day. And then with the C3 Wellness Center, it's right here on our campus. Uh, well, she's going to we're going to talk about yeah. the hours, especially yeah. for me, because we can go after work. You can go at lunchtime. But I wanted to talk about when you say your kids being an example as well. You know, um, you try to do everything and we're all over the place with our kids and doing everything else but you have to understand that i have to understand that she's watching me yeah. she's watching my eating habits she's watching my exercise habits and kids do what they see you know yeah, my oldest son does the boot camp
1: with me mm-hmm. every morning at five o'clock he's 17 years old and he gets up at four thirty and goes and does a boot camp which wow. is great my other son runs track you know he's mm-hmm. a lot faster than his old man mm-hmm. trust me i mean
0: i feel like a <laughs> penguin watching his kid fly
1: but that said, you're right it's it's it you know you've passed it along a generation too right. and and that's so and so well important. speaking
0: of that before we uh run out of our little water cooler right, got- uh, conversation time, we have two minutes left. I do want to say that um we started off the year a little rocky with the schools j p s in school, out of school, not in school, so they're back on track today, and the playoffs for the middle school basketball team start today. So, playoffs for the girls is tonight, 5:30 at Siwell Middle School. We're hosting the playoffs. You have Siwell going against Cordoza and Hardy going against whitten Middle School tonight at 5:30. Two games. So they're going to play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Right? And okay. don't speak about that because um we are undefeated. So, we did a whole season not losing one game. When we get to the playoffs tonight, We're going to continue that. um, Awesome. Yeah, we're going to continue that. And then Thursday, the boys will play. Hey, by the way, has flu hit your household yet? A little bit for me. I had two days down. And I... Yeah, self-medicated. I self-medicated. I did Theraflu, um, and when I came back, I did the DayQuil stuff. And
1: Everybody I've talked to on this, mm-hmm. and I did a Facebook post on it saying, hey, have you had the flu? Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many people that are really healthy are getting knocked down hard, wow. like getting pneumonia knocked down hard. So this has been a really unusual flu season. and. Uh, highly recommend... I got hand sanitizer right yeah. here. That's good. You know, I mean, just use common sense on that. Wash your hands frequently. Use hand sanitizer. If somebody's sick, make sure they're kind of... You know, don't Wait. go to work if you're sick. <laughs> well, it's Unlike 70 degrees.
0: Did. Well, I I did. I took two days. I took two days, and that was good. We're so close in proximity here that you don't need to come to work sick and, I'm and going, talking and a to the mic. a glass between us right now. <laughs> That's safer. But I don't know. This was two weeks ago. But I do say that when you have 70-degree weather and then the next day is 10 degrees, And then two days later, it's back at...
1: Last week I ran, it was 10 degrees. And then I ran Saturday
0: and it was 60. Exactly. That's 50 degrees. So that can mess with your immune system, mess with your body. But like you said, if you stay healthy, maybe you can um, offset some of that. Oh,
1: I've got every... I mean, I'm doing every wives' tale there is just to say, (laughs) because I was like, get away. By the way, before we go out of the segment, I'd like to um, just say how sorry I am for so many people here in the city of Jackson and in Mississippi who have been experienced... Uh, A show by Percy, the Snake Man King. Mm -hmm. Percy was uh, one of those kind of guys, that every time you ever saw him, and of course anybody with small kids probably ended up going to a party where he had his his animals. And uh, I know my 10-year-old absolutely loved him and loved the animals. And I remember I got this great picture of him with a boa constrictor around his neck. Mm And uh, Percy was murdered cold and cold blood in his yard uh, last Friday and uh, just a lot of people have outpoured a lot of outpouring of grief and and just shock and you know it's so incredibly senseless I I mean I'm just complete lack for words Mm -hmm. I did a memorial cartoon for him uh, did it on Facebook over the weekend it'll be in the newspaper tomorrow Uh, but you know Percy's one guy Mm -hmm. right so the of Mississippi's full of a whole bunch of people but he was one guy who got up every day and made children's lives a little bit better, better. and you know what? I, I remember reading about Sunday School, how important that is, mm-hmm. and he did it. It's and and I'm it. just, um, you know, sometimes you 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 see these things in the in the in the news, and you just kind of get numb to it. But that one just really rocked me, and right. I know it rocked a lot of people. And and so my thoughts and condolences go out to his family. All right. Definitely. And
0: like you said, it's senseless, and it, it you don't understand it. But um, hopefully, we can get through this and try to figure out what is the problem, right. what's the problem exactly. and fix it
1: I think that's number one and I think number two, I hope somebody can step up and fill shoes. right, definitely that'd be nice, alright let's all take right a break then. Yeah. let's, let's do, do that, that. <laughs> we, we need to take a break that'd be good, hey thanks for listening by the way too and when we come back we're going to be talking with Shayna Hansen. she's the project lead for the C3 Wellness Center and as you might have heard, Michelle's uh, pretty excited about this one so we can't wait to hear all about it, <laughs> this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio
0: An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. I'm Dr. Susan Butras.
2: Coming up on this week's Relatively Speaking, the Me Too campaign is here and burning hot, but has the pendulum swung too far? Everyone knows that there have been gross discrepancies between men and women in pay, job advancement, and professional conduct. There's still big problems, but should accused men be judged solely by the court of public opinion? Let's talk about what's going on in your life. Listen to Relatively Speaking Tuesday at 11 on MPB Think Radio.
0: You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Count to 100 every day. Keep your mind and body in shape. Let's get fit. Have some fun. Count to 100 by ones. Get ready to exercise and count. Stretch your arms. One. Two, it's a three, new year, and let's
1: four, talk about a new you. Five, and I tell you what, six, we our next seven, guest is somebody eight, eight, who's going to help, nine, could help you ten. become a new you. And she's going to help a lot of legs. people become a new you. Very excited. 11, been talking with her a little bit. Shayna Hansen, She's 14, the project lead for the C3 Wellness Center. And I guess Shayna, welcome. By yes. The way. Good morning. Yeah. And you know, you know, I've been talking about this about getting healthy and some of the challenges we have here in Mississippi. And I think probably a good place to start is what is the C3 Wellness Center and why does that help.
2: The C3 Wellness Center is an exercise facility that we opened in October 2017, this past year, and it's for the, the entire R&D complex, which is this complex here. Um, all state employees in this complex are able to participate in this um, at a no cost to the, to the employee. Um, some of the, the locations that this includes is Phi Theta Kappa, Library Commission, ITS, MPB, ihl jsu and then all the state agencies located in the ihl building which are quite a few more um which is university press um maris american reads and a few others um and it's 600 plus employees that can participate in this wellness center and we're very excited about it and i think we've had a really good turnout so far and we're just trying to get the word out to everybody and um hopefully people will get on our facebook page and learn more about it
1: you know, people are probably thinking right now, oh, wow, they're spending money. And, of course, you're getting a grant. and I'm, You're yes. going to talk about that. Yes. People are saying, oh, man, that's money spent. Yes. But if it helps people not calling sick as much, yes. if it helps them not have to spend as much on medication, yes. that helps the state in the long run, doesn't Absolutely. it?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's our, um, our goal for the project. Um, basically, our goal was... Um, for Mississippi to become healthier, and our initiative is to strive, increase wellness education, improve health, reduce illness, improve productivity, reduce medical costs, as you said, reduce absence from work, um, and strengthen our partnerships within this complex. Yeah. Um, and motivate employees to, to work together and challenge each other. Yeah, you heard healthier. Michelle.
1: She was motivated. Right. She, she's still very motivated. Right. In, there. in fact, she's very, I can see her right now. She's Absolutely. very motivated. She's in there doing jumping jacks. <laughs> I, I, C3, what does that stand for?
2: Um, Community Challenge for Change is what C3 stands for. And it's for um, the whole complex to challenge each other and get healthier.
1: You know, Mississippi, we've just got, you know, there's so many, like set said, challenges. Uh, not just challenging somebody, but, I mean, there's a lot of obstacles. And you and I were just talking about one, one advantage of having it here on site is that there's no excuse not to go.
2: Absolutely. Because
1: I, I can find a lot of excuses not yes. to work out. I'm pretty good at that. Yes.
2: Yeah. And um, it's no cost to the employees and it's open um, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 8, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then on Fridays, it closes about 5 p.m. And possibly it could be open on the weekends if the building's open. And kind of one rule of thumb is if the building is closed, the center will be closed because we are, we were, granted this um, room and space to use suite seven in the JSU building from JSU. So we have to go by their rules as far as if the building's open or not, but it's got very good hours. I yeah,
1: about to say, the advantage of that is you can come in before work yes, and work out or absolutely. you can do it before you leave uh-huh. or you can even do it during lunch. That's right. Or uh-huh. you can just blow off your job and go work out That's all day, right. which is what I would do. You can do that. I can do that. Why is like I said, why is it important to have it here?
2: Um, one thing is people don't want to go, um, it's it's hard to get away from all your other activities, I guess. That yeah, you and have, I were just talking that, about that. that. that you have we going we on have with...
1: kids that are like super busy. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's just really nice to have it here on campus. You can change here, you can um, you know, change right after work or you can go during lunch and change back and go back to your office and you know, it's easy enough to take your lunch hour and do it because it's on campus. It's it's very close and it's practical and it's um, I think people enjoy it being close.
1: Yes, definitely. It makes it easy, too. Boy, you're not kidding about the kids thing, though. Good yes. grief. That's a workout in its own yes. right.
2: You know, and, I, and then I'm
1: ask you about what activities are available. But I think a lot of people, you know, of course, I was talking about, oh, running a marathon, blah, 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 blah. You don't need to do that right off the bat. I mean, just be active for 30 minutes yes. and kind of get your heart rate up and kind of mm-hmm. start working out. What are some of the, some of the exercises and activities that you have?
2: Um, some of the activities that we have going on right now. Our first thing that's um, coming up that's for the whole complex, and it's not just through the C three, but it's the um, we do it as a cluster. Um, every agency around here, we have this annual health fair, and it's on February first, and the times are from nine thirty to twelve thirty at the library commission, um, and that's one thing we do every year. And we did that before we had the C three wellness center, and that's a great um, opportunity for employees to come and get um, cholesterol testing. Um, diabetes testing the wow. a1c um different tests bmi um different tests they can do that day and just meet a ton of vendors we have about 50 vendors that day it's um a great day a health fair um also for the C three wellness we have yoga every Wednesday from twelve o'clock to one o'clock and we have that at Terra Yoga right now, which is not on campus. It's across from Primo's. It's only at Oh Tara's about, great.
1: She's been on the show. Yes, it's yeah. only about three yeah, she's good people.
2: Two to three miles away from here. And Katie Taylor is our um, instructor there. Mm-hmm. Um, we are gonna have yoga on campus too, and Katie Taylor's gonna be um, the lead of that as well, and we're gonna do chair yoga, which doesn't require as many um, I guess, yoga mats and different things to work yeah. with. So we can work with chairs and that's, um, another option. And we've got that to be announced, um, soon. We're also going to have line dancing coming up soon. Um, that will be announced soon as well. We have Kelly.
1: It's Michelle going to do line dancing.
0: <laughs> I hope so. I don't know about okay, that so Sorry to interrupt <laughs> you on that. That's I just okay. had this <laughs> mental image of Michelle line dancing. So okay. um, if that does happen,
1: bring your phone.
2: Um, we have Kelly McBride as well. She's our personal trainer that we hired. Um, she also works on the premises, mm-hmm. and she will be in the gym from 7 to 8 on Tuesday mornings or from 12 to 1 on Thursday during lunch to help anybody that would like to use a personal trainer to get um, you know, help with the equipment, any kind of questions that you have yeah. for her, she'll be there. Um, then we have lots of challenges going on. We have lunch and learns. We have a lunch and learn once a month and we have many challenges like couch to 5k, healthy eating challenge, walking challenge, 21 day trim your waist challenge. We have lots of challenges going on that people can sign up for as well. And we had a, we had a new you, um, new year, new you day the other, um, last week. And we had a ton of people show up and sign up for the challenges. And, um, we, that's when we did the BMI test and the body fat percentage and, um, just had people come out and gave them goodie bags so they could get to Not see the wellness Chocolate, center. Right, yeah, right. Okay. right. And I, I
0: told Shane, I said, um, "Now, when we do my body mass, this is only for your eyes only. Absolutely. And if you tell, you can't tell anyone. This Absolutely. is between us. Now we're very close. Now she Absolutely. knows my body mass <laughs> index, so we're yes. best friends. You know, yes, that's right for life.
2: <laughs> that's right. So we kind of did that so we could have it again at the end of the year to show what it is now versus what it is at the end of the year and how the wellness center is helping you and um, if we're doing what we're what we're trying to do we are reaching so our important. goals.
1: A lot of people don't do that. And I think that's so important having a benchmark. And so you can kind of, cause it, you can help compete against yourself. right? But it also helps when you're working with a bunch of people right. and you can, you know, it's like I've, I've trained for a marathon. I did it by myself for a while. That was no fun. I yes. did it with a bunch of people. That yes, was fun. absolutely. And so it is fun when you can do it in a group, but it, it is important. And a lot of people think, well, they're just going to step on the scale every day. And then they get mad because they go up or whatever. Right. And they forget that because they're working out, they're gaining muscle and that's, I mean, the, the end of the day, if your pants are loose, that's a good sign. Right. Yeah, right. definitely on that. So um, if anybody else wants to join, what do they need to do?
2: Um, if they want to join, they can send me an email um, at shansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, at mccb.edu, or they can use the Wellness Center email, which is c3wellness at mccb.edu, edu. Or we also have a Facebook page, which is C3 Wellness Center. You can um, search that, and it would come up. And, and please, everybody, go on to the C3 Wellness Center on Facebook because that's where we um, post everything that's going on. That's our easiest way to get to individual employees.
1: Oh, cool. So they can check out on the Facebook page yes. as well. And. Probably, you know, you can show pictures of people, yes. you know, making we progress have tons of and, pictures, yes tell the testimonials and that's so right. forth. So now how long have you been open now?
2: We've been open since October 11th. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: So how many people do you have initially come down?
2: Um, we have over 200 signed up so far. Wow. Yeah. So that's great. So, and it's growing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. But and they're I not think, growing. Um, <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope not. Um Yes, it's been really good, and we're still getting the word out. Like, I think most people know about it now, but even some in December, were like, oh, I didn't know about the challenges. I didn't know about this. So we're really trying to get the word out and hope everybody will join the Facebook. And we also post it outside the Wellness Center, and um, just so everybody on campus knows that they can be a part of this and I, at how, no cost.
1: How did this come to be? I was just kind of curious. Okay. I mean, because...
2: Um, Dr. Mayfield, our executive director, was invited to be a guest speaker at the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi Foundation. And Mm -hmm. at that time, she um, learned about the foundation wellness grants. And she decided that our complex, with so many people here, and and we could come together as partners, and that would be a real benefit for our employees. And with 600 plus employees, she got an application and filled it out, and we put in for um, this grant, and she presented to Blue Cross Blue Shield, and and we got the grant.
1: You know, at the end of the day, of course, I remember one time um, they, they sponsored a race I did called Run from the Sun, and mm-hmm. how I managed to get a little bit, of a grant from them was I should I lift up my shirt and I said, "See this scar? It cost you a thousand dollars. See oh this scar? God. It cost you twenty five thousand dollars. Prevention helps, you yes, know. Yes, like absolutely. And so, um, absolutely, you know. It's but it's good for the state too. And if this succeeds, yes. this can be something that can be expanded out throughout the state to other state yes. employees.
2: And I think employees have really enjoyed it, and we've got really good feedback, and we're really excited. To continue everything, and we're gonna hope to continue the grant for another year too.
1: Shana, thank you so much for coming in today. You You did great, by the way. Thank you. You did, just a pro. Fantastic. We're gonna take a quick break and wanna thank Shana for coming in. Coming in, we're gonna talk a little bit about the 2018 Mississippi Blues Marathon. I tell you what, folks, if you've never been part of this race, it is not a race, it is an event. And I'm very happy that it's back. It's kind of like a phoenix rising up out of the ice. And John Melbourne's going to be in talking about it a little bit. And you can give us a call at any time, 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio.
3: Connecting to MPB Think Radio and MPB Music Radio just got a lot easier. If you own a smart home device such as Amazon Echo or Google Home, you can now ask for MPB by name. Say, Alexa, play MPB Think Radio for up-to-date news in your favorite local programs. Or say, Alexa, play MPB Radio for great music to get you through your day. And that's it. You're connected with any smart home device just ask for us by name. Alexa, play
0: MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio.
1: All right, welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Hey, have you got the eye of the tiger? You need to be running this weekend. We've got a great event coming up, and, and um, I guess it's dad is the best way of, of. I know you have a title, but I I kind of think of you as the father of the Mississippi <laughs> Blues Marathon. John, we can say that. Thank yeah, you, John. Yes. Welcome. It's good to see you, and thank, thank you for you. taking time out because I know how incredibly busy the week before a race is. Um, in fact, you were hanging out with JPD guys running the route. We did filling potholes yep. and all that good
3: stuff. Well, we didn't haven't done that uh, personally, but. Uh, Ho- hopefully, uh, the city will be out shortly. Um, They've been actually paving, so a good bit of the course been has been repaved. The, yeah, yeah the, you know, the 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 water situation and the ice situation sort of was an all-hands-on-deck call, so the crews that were working on the race course got uh, sort of reassigned, but I believe yeah. they'll get back to it this week.
1: Now that we've got a little bit of warm weather and everything's good, and, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of liquid happiness this weekend. It's going to be perfect weather.
3: Well, um. We'll see. I yeah. certainly would love for it to be uh, like it was maybe this past Saturday. Yeah. that would have been an that ideal perfect, day perfect for uh, for a marathon. But uh, you know, we'll we'll take a week. It won't be ice. Yeah, Mother Nature so. missed missed you
1: by about a week.
3: Well, yeah, we'll see. Maybe with this rain will move in early or out late or something like it that. It usually and,
1: does happen that way. You get all worried about it, and then it's just beautiful during the day. It's going to be a great day. And congratulations, by the way, because last year was um, a nightmare on many different
3: levels it was not fun yeah uh, it's it's you know I've, I've told people who have who have asked about it since we had the cancellation that at that point you know the day before the night before it's much easier to go ahead and have an event yeah. than to cancel it because the cancellation just set a whole nother set of administrative things into in, you know into motion like you know how do you how do you dispose of fifty 200 gallons of water in, in 24 hours and yeah. not literally disposed, but I mean, we had to make arrangements to donate that to MEMA, you know, to get, yeah. and you know, just, there's just lots of things that, that, that that caused that are not particularly fun things to have to fool with and not really something that you ever want to, you know, ex- or expect to have to do. We had
1: runners in town and you had to let them know that had come in from out of town. Cause yeah. the one thing about this race is this, this race attracts people from all around the world.
3: It does. As of well, last time I checked, I guess last week, we've got all fifty states represented, and seven countries.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Do you know what countries? Uh, this is the challenge here.
3: Yeah. Well, Canada and Mexico and uh, Alabama, so many, Africa, <laughs> South Lower Alabama, yeah. um, and then there were three or four European. There's always a few folks from Britain and mm-hmm. and most a lot of the the uh, Western European folks that come here. Or blues fans. i about to say. And they, yeah. they like to kind of kill a couple of birds with, with one stone and run the race and hear some live music. And then oftentimes they'll go to the Delta and take a tour or see some of the other blues sites.
1: I can tell you from somebody who's run the race and somebody who's been able to emcee it, I did very early on. I was able to call names as they were coming across, which I butchered every name and I never got invited back. No, just kidding. Um, but I can tell you that the, the thing that makes this race special, and I've run a lot of races, are the volunteers.
3: That's true. If, uh, if you go online and read some of the blogs and marathon blogs and, yeah, and, and race review yeah. sites and things like that, probably the, this, the most frequent compliment that we get is about the enthusiasm and, uh, of the volunteers and yeah. just, um, you know, just, just great folks doing the, doing what they do, doing the job that volunteers do at the same time, uh, Cheering the runners, especially the, the the volunteers that are out as course marshals all around the route, you know they see every runner face to face. I don't even you know get to do that, and um, that it makes an impression. And it I does. think it it, it 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 they feel welcome. The the runners, people from all over the country, that a lot of whom we we figure, you know, or I I think they probably, but for this race, might not ever come to Jackson.
1: You know what they usually say to me after they say, "Are you okay?" Um, they say thank you for coming to Mississippi and thank you for running the race. I mean, it's just powerful. That's
3: that's something that we talk about in our volunteer training is uh, that on any given weekend, um, there are other marathons in the country, and these folks have made a choice to come here. And so I say when they pass, you thank them for coming because, uh, you know, that's – part of what makes the city and the state want to support this event is that it does bring those folks in. And so we are glad they're here.
1: You get a lot of repeat customers, too, don't you?
3: Uh, volunteers? You a run- no, a lot of runners. Run- I, yeah. I was going to yeah. say both because, yeah. it, you know, believe it or not, we actually get, uh, I, I, we get a lot of repeat volunteers. Yeah. And I get folks just throughout the year that'll stop me and say, hey, I'm gonna be back at my same spot. And, and that's that's great. The fact that, that you know, the runners enjoy running the race, but the a lo- lot of local folks enjoy enjoy working it
1: I tell you twenty six point two miles can be lonely <laughs> you know when you 're out there by yourself, and if there 's no crowd support, it can seem like it lasts forever and the one thing i 've enjoyed of course i 've only run the half on on this one is that there are people in their yards there 's kids i mean there 's look like lemonade stands i mean there 's just a lot of crowd support people cheering you on, and believe me, that makes it a lot easier
3: it does i think the yeah, the, the the weather certainly impacts that, and that's one of the things. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons runners will run in the rain, but folks Crabs don't, don't like, like to come out too much rain. and stand around and cheer in the in the rain. But that's one of the things that has always been a goal of mine with the the number of volunteer course marshals that we have is that we have the course so well staffed that even if it's a spot where maybe you know, it's not a residential area or it's not convenient for, to have people in the yards or they just happen to not be out there, there's always a volunteer, somebody associated with a race, almost within sight, um, if not within sight, then maybe just around the corner, so that these folks who are running in a town, a city, that maybe they've never been to, they certainly don't know where they are in the city, that there's always a familiar face or at least a familiar shirt, uh you know, just around the corner, or just over the next hill, or whatever, and we could just kind of hand them off from one volunteer to the next, all the way around. And then the the live music, the band set up there. There are nine live music locations around the route, which is awesome, and, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and that that's a you know, it's a distraction and a motivation, and something to make sure that you know you're still on the on the <laughs> on the course in the right place. Uh, that's helpful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, five five medical stations and uh, aid stations, you know, water and Gatorade every mile and a half. So you're never really too lonely. Well, I hope that's right. that's certainly the goal.
1: Back in the day, I remember there was a, a marathon here. I think you just ran out the trace 13 miles and you turned around and came back. So well, this is a little bit different. The yeah. old
3: Mississippi Marathon, yeah. which went on for, for 30 years or so, had, had various iterations, but yeah. one of them uh, and one of the times I ran it, it was 13.1 mm-hmm. down one side of the trace and then 13.1 back up the other side. Um, which so. is, you know, you're
1: like on a hill going, oh, I have to see this again. That's not a good moment. Let's talk a little bit about the history of the Blues Marathon. And, and of course, how did you think about, you know, what's the history on it? How was it born and so forth?
3: Well, uh, back, I guess it was probably early 2000s, we had this idea. I I went to the state with the idea. It was shortly after the the start of the Rock and Roll Marathon, the first one of those in San Diego. It was the only one at the time. And the— Country Music Marathon uh, had just started in Nashville. And we had this idea for a blues marathon, for a blues-themed marathon yeah. here, because, you know, just just seemed like something that would work. Um, and so I went to the folks at Tourism and explained you know, to them what I had in mind. And they said, ah, you know, we we're a little bit of the head of the marathon boom at, at that yeah. point. And they said, ah, it doesn't really appeal to us, and you know, we don't really have – time or budget to do that. So put it on the shelf. And then a couple of years later, two or three years later, I got a call from a a guy here in town who had run a marathon, run his first marathon with the team and training organization and came back with the idea that Jackson really needed a destination marathon and called me called several business people my background was that i've i've done ironman and i've run boston and i had put a friend of had, had helped well, i'd worked with a friend of mine putting on the the tour le fleur the bike race yes. back in the 90s and then we we bid for and won the cycling olympic trials mm-hmm. of which i have your finish line cartoon on my wall awesome and um, it hasn't faded
1: away yet has That's not the, faded away
3: yeah. uh so i had a little bit of experience both on the competition side and the, the event production side. So I got called to this, this group of some other businessmen in Jackson who were big runners. And um, we the, this, this fellow who called the meeting said, w- we'd like to have, you know, what do you think about a, a destination, you know, a real event-type marathon for Jackson? And I said, well, I had this idea I took to the state, and I kind of laid out the story I just told you. And basically everybody said, that's great. You do it. <laughs> so uh, I left, you know, I sort of got invited to the meeting and left in charge. Yeah, and, uh, and probably in of, shock, and, and, too. And, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, and sort of that's that's where it went from there. And I've, I've so far been the only director the event's had. That's a good sign. It mean something's going right I haven't fired myself
1: exactly so so that's a good thing you know, talk about, because every year it's like it changes a little bit and I think it gets better. I mean is that just something when you when it's done do you sit down and have a meeting and say, okay, this went right, this went wrong, this is what we're going to do next year uh,
3: yeah to an extent, um, some of the changes have been just out of necessity they've been um, like we had we had one street over an Eastover uh, on the route that became a cul-de-sac. So yeah, you know, we had a, to change. Yeah, you know, that can be a problem. Um, so route changes have come about due to construction or some street changes and things like that. The 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 start and finish when we moved it to the Art Garden downtown that was just a function of that's just such a great facility. Yeah, and it made sense to have that venue and uh, as a as a start and finish. So that necessitated a few changes on the course. Um, you know, we look at things like the music and the food and, and things. And yeah, I always, you know, I make notes, in, and there are lots of things. Probably only my wife knows how many there are that don't go exactly the way I had hoped or that I'm not satisfied with when it's all said and done. But, you know, that's just kind of one of those things that I, I make some personal notes and, and we try to change or look at doing differently. But we've tried to keep the brand the feel of the, the yeah. same, that the music is, you know, is a is an important part of the event and that we try to have it more than just say, you know, the, more than just a name, that there actually is, uh, you know, the, the music is, is involved in lots of pieces of the race. And, you know, people will occasionally email suggestions and we've taken those into consideration. So, yeah, we always look at, at trying to sort of raise the bar a little bit.
1: As a harmonica player, I was I really liked it the year you put a harmonica in the bag. I thought that was kind of neat.
3: Well, we we've, we've done that a, a number of years, um, and they've, they've gotten expensive. Yes, but I um, so I I don't believe that's in the packet this year. But uh, yeah, just the CD. You know, we yeah. have we'll have a CD done every year of uh, from our broken our, our friends at Broken Hungry Records and Cathead and in, in Greenwood of some of the artists that are playing around the course. So for the folks who aren't local, they can take it back and say you know, I saw all these guys. Well, let
1: Probably. me ask you, cause you, 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 you mentioned all the artists on the course. How do you decide who's going to be on the course?
3: Well, we, uh, some folks call and ask about playing. Mm-hmm. Some are just regulars that I don't know how they got in the loop, but they're, they're some of the local blues personalities. And, and we, we just, they seem to come back every year. And then literally through this, this relationship that we've developed with, uh, Cathead Records and yeah. Folk Art in Greenwood, and um, our Clarksdale and uh, Broken Hungry Records. Some of these guys are on their label, mm-hmm. and so they they um,
1: they're like, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" Yeah, right on that. I love it. I mean, I, th- you know, there are a lot of races where I'll you know have my headphones on. This is one I don't, which says a lot. So well, thank you. We'll continue this discussion. We've got a few more things I'd like to ask you as well. We're talking with John Noble. He's the director of the Mississippi Blues Marathon coming up this week on Saturday. John, what's the website? Just go ahead and throw that out.
3: www.msbluesmarathon.com Because
1: you can still register at this point. Absolutely.
3: Register to run or to volunteer.
1: Excellent. We we need both. So that's a good thing. All right. We'll be back in just a second. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.
0: Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio.
1: The comeback story Rocky. actually, the Mississippi Blues Marathon, because they are back, and they are better than ever, and we have the, I guess, the grand poobah, the director, or whatever you'd like to call him, the guy who got stuck with the job, but he's done a great job. John Novelin's here. Known you for a long time, John. You, you were mentioning I need to do a cartoon for Saturday about the race, um, and I agree. I, I think it's worthy because, uh, you know, last year, like I said, Hades froze over. That was the weirdest storm, too, because we've had two snows this year. And I mean, running on ice isn't a lot of fun because you generally don't end up being vertical. You don't end up being horizontal on the ice, which you don't, liability standpoint, you don't want somebody getting hurt out on the course. But this was just like literally the perfect bad storm for y'all. And you lost your sponsor, which was, we won't really get into that too much, but you, you were sitting there, probably sitting there going the day after going,
3: are we going to be able to do this next year? Yeah, there was. It wasn't just a day after it. It that lasted about uh, six months, um, and know, that's and, pretty scary because it takes a long
1: time to to plan one of these.
3: Yeah, and and a, a corporate sponsor at the level uh, that's that's needed to put something on a you know a presenting sponsor type level for an event like this is not something that you know you walk in and ask for a check and walk you know you walk in and discuss it and walk out with a check. Right. It was a it was a you know, a a corporate process. Yeah. And we were very fortunate to get connected to Continental because at the time they really only had one employee in town who was a project, you know, who was, who was a plant manager who oversaw, you know, any of the plants coming out of the ground. So it involved, uh, most of the communication with, uh, the, the North American office in, in, South, in, in South Carolina for continental North, uh, the Americas is what they call it. And then those folks had to take it back to Germany.
1: Wow. And there's and, an education <laughs> component there. So you've got to, you've got to educate people in Germany. Right. Why this is important. Yeah, they yeah.
3: they had to get the background and certainly with uh, any, any organization like that, that's all over the world, there would be in every country, there would be sponsorship opportunities that they can't have firsthand right. uh, awareness of. But it went back to Germany, and apparently in the, the way things like this work in in Europe, uh, the lead times are not four months. You know, they may be a year and four months, yeah. and the first word came back, let's look at 19, and I said, there won't be a 19 right. if we don't have an 18, and so they they stepped up uh, uh, along with MDA and uh, Visit Mississippi, Tourism Office of MDA, and Visit Jackson. Um so uh, between the three of them and particularly continental who uh is going to have such a huge presence here you know i'm not i don't know if you're aware the the plant that they're building uh, west of jackson the, the clinton past Edwards, Clinton, yeah. yeah yeah is um going to be larger than nissan and uh, it is they say I don't exactly know what this this entails but they say it'll be their most technologically advanced tire plant in the country Wow so at the fact and it but it's not going to produce a tire until 2019 so I think the fact that they are getting out in front of their involvement in the community and saying hey we want to we want to introduce ourselves through an event like this that's become such a um, you know a, kind of a staple uh, in, in central Mississippi and even in the, in the state, um, I was I was very pleased and, and and humbled to have them want to do that. You
1: know, and of course, I, I've lived in Mississippi 21 years, and anytime you get an event that is so positive, that not only is positive within the state, but also nationally and internationally, as this race has been, I'm really glad that you were able to do that, because you were probably sweating bullets, I would imagine, there for a while.
3: Well, yeah, we, we came very close to just, I mean, very close. I missed, I probably pushed two or three deadlines, I'd yeah. sit back um, to say, let's just, let's just try one more month. Yeah. And once the conversation with the Continental started, I was encouraged, but even that took probably two months, two to three months, even with them understanding the urgency of it. Right. Well,
1: and that's um, the thing, if you're a runner too, I mean, running a marathon isn't something you do on a whim because you can't train, you know, in a week. You know, I usually, like for me, I'm thinking, well, I can run 13 miles. I'll sign for a half marathon. That's great. But, I mean, if you're running a marathon, you got to know six months ahead of time whether it's going to be there.
3: Right, yeah. right. And and ordinarily, in the past, our, we, we've opened registration like the first of April after the January yeah. race, and we were the first of September oh, wow. opening registration and are still, you know, it won't be quite as large a crowd as we had last year, but to... To have drawn from all 50 states and seven countries, there's an awareness of the event out there yeah. that people were just sort of sitting there waiting for us to come back online.
1: You can do, of course, you can do the half marathon, the whole marathon, you've got a relay that the people can do. Can they still sign up for that? Or is that it's
3: just sign up for anything? Okay. Like, everything's still open. Yeah, the relay is is a five-person team of four or five mile legs and a 10K at the uh, at the end. Yeah. And then new this year we're gonna do a 5K. We, oh, we really? just had some interest huh. from folks who are either new runners or uh, just don't, you know, aren't big mileage folks yeah. or, or walkers. And, um, and the, uh, the, the 5k mark of the race, interestingly falls as, as if, for the, you know, if you're not familiar with the course, it, we go out Pascagoula the wrong way through Jackson state and around the Metro Parkway and then right back up Pascagoula back through the starting line, back across the starting line. And, the 5K mark falls right at the starting oh, line, that's so it made it, it made yeah. it very convenient to make that the finish line over the 5K. And um, so we've had you know, we had a good number of folks sign up for the 5K.
1: I will say, you know, a lot of people they, they come here thinking, well, it's Mississippi, it's the Delta, it's flat. It's not a flat course.
3: No way. We were just <laughs> discussing that with the, the JPD guys as we rode the course. You know, the ones that'll be leading the race, and we were talking about how they're from people from. Out of the area, uh, outside the state, generally come in with this perception that it's flat. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, it's, by the it's Natural Definitely Science not, Museum, that's a long hill. Then you get into Bellhaven. Yeah, there's there's some fun hills in there. If, if yeah, and and it's just rolling nonstop. I mean, a little there's a little section out toward um, you know north part of Jackson where it's, you got maybe three miles that are are relatively flat, but the rest of it is just a constantly rolling. Challenging course
1: and you get probably the best medal that I've ever gotten in a race you all have great medals
3: well thank you that's yeah that's something again that just kind of took a lot took on a, a life of its own what
1: would you do with all the medals from last year
3: well you know we we made that virtual blues available we yeah. you know, we opened registration again for free yeah and we had we we mailed out probably ugh, well over a thousand, close to two thousand awesome. people who reported that they had had their, done a had their own little blues marathon. In fact, some folks here had a. a- kind of put on, you know, they yeah. had they invited everybody to come out and do it together. A number of people did it, you know, did it on their own. And they, they sent me a, a picture of their, their Garmin, their, their watch showing their distance and their time and things like that. And, and it was fun. we didn't have any, any real rules, but it was a way to engage people and, you know, back into the race and get, and, and get these medals, uh, Right. Distributed,
1: So you don't have like, them all in your garage. Right. Well, and it, it also says, too, how special the race is and how everybody loves it if they're willing to say, hey, look, we're going to do what we can do to help keep this alive. So That's th- true. That was pretty cool. All right. Is there anything else we need to throw out there? I mean, gosh, I'm trying to cover everything.
3: I don't know. That's uh, it's pretty thorough. I'm, I appreciate you being oh, so familiar glad with I'm you. glad
1: you're here, and I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to running it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I will not be getting a PR. I will not be qualifying for Boston. Of course, I'm only doing the half. And uh, I'm not doing the back-to-back in Alabama, which is pretty cool, too, but that's someday I'm going to do the whole here someday I'm going to well, come we would love
3: to have you the governor will be out there the governor's running the 5k is he really mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah he's he's been scored with with mDA being involved in in bringing continental into the picture yeah uh and the governor's role with that um and, and he's a big runner yeah too i mean he, he is he is legitimately quietly uh, a, a consistent runner
1: and that's that's a great example for the state too.
3: Yeah, I I think so. I you know I I wish more people knew uh you know that he is that he's serious about his running uh, because it is a, it is a great message. Well, they know now. They do know. They, they do know they now. Do know okay,
1: now. once again that the email address, I mean the email address, <laughs> the the website address
3: www.msbluesmarathon.com. And
1: you can sign up and we will be out there. I will wave at you when I'm limping by. Well, I'll uh,
3: I'll be looking for you. i would be glad to have you out there with us.
1: Delbert Hosman once said that he saw me running on the trace, and he thought I was walking my dog. That's how slow I am. So to say the least, John. Thank you so much. I want to thank. John, for coming in as well, and our guest, Shana Hansen, project leader for C3 Wellness. Now You're Talking is, of course, production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, produced by the incredible, amazing, fantastic, and wonderful Michelle McAdoo. And if you missed part of the show or want to hear it back online, you can go to mpbonline.org and find us there as well. Coming up next is Southern Remedy. This is Now You're Talking. We'll see you all next Monday.